Hi, this is Christine LaParis. Welcome to podcast number one of Dating in Our 50s. My guest tonight is my sister Sandy Poe. Since we have both met scammers online, we figure we would talk about that tonight. Sandy, <laughs> tell me about your first scammer online. How did you know it was a scammer? What was the first thing that gave it away? She's making a face trying to think about it. <laughs> I just knew. I don't know. I knew that he was a scammer. Just by the way he acted and the fact that he was never available to me. Um, and way too much of a charmer. I my scammer online was gorgeous in the photo I could just imagine myself walking around town on his arm we chatted and chatted and we were similar in every way and I sent the photo to Sandy and I said oh my god look at this guy and the first the first thing she said immediately was have you met him person. <laughs> now you probably said, yeah, have you met him? I said, no, he's out of town in Seattle. And then the next thing she said was, well, that's how they do it. <laughs> that's how they operate. Mine's, the one I talked to said that too. He was good looking too, but I knew he was too good to be true. I just knew it. He had a feeling. But yeah, he, that's what these guys do is they try to lure you in and make you think that they're the greatest person and good looking and and then they end up uh, yeah they'll they'll keep prolonging when you have you know meeting by telling you they're on a business trip or something came up and they can't meet um, so I knew right away. Within a day, I knew. And I just kept playing along with it because I wanted to see how far it would go. And then I finally um, confronted him and you know, told him, oh, no, I know what I did. I called my IT guy in my office because I talked him into sending me a video online or through email. So he sent me an email video. Well, the email video, you couldn't hear him talk at all. And there was a lot of noise in the background, and it just I could just tell. So I gave it to my IT guy, and he immediately emailed me back and said that it was, it was definitely an um, IP address in, somewhere in South Africa. So I, he gave me the name of the city. I don't remember what it was right now, but I looked it up. So then the next day I sent him a text and I asked him how is he doing in whatever city in Africa it was and he apologized. I asked him if he, you know, how do you, how can you do something like this to people? And then responded saying, you know, I must be heartbroken. I responded saying, how could I be heartbroken? I've never even met you. You know, you're flattering yourself. And I and then told him, I said, I think I should turn you into the police. And he asked why I would do that. And I said, because I, 
I think it'd be really bad if there was other people that you were scamming and they fell for it. He said, so the next thing you probably were going to ask me for money. And then, of course, he responded and said, yes, he said, I'm trying to get money for school. It's very expensive here. And don't judge me and this, that, and the other. So I then basically just told him that, you know, I stopped contacting me, stopped talking. Just walked him and moved on. I knew from the very beginning. So my guy, <laughs> I talked to him on the phone. He said he was from Italy and had a heavy accent, but he'd been here in the United States for 20 years. So that should have been an indicator that he wouldn't have a heavy Italian accent. When I finally talked to him on the phone, he sounded Hispanic. <laughs> and then after Sandy said, oh, he's a scammer. We called him on the phone together. And Sandy says, he sounds black to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was anything but Italian. So well, I, I, I got scammed. To, to ask him too about the, you know, what about Frederick? Yeah, he said he lived in downtown Frederick. I, I lied and said, oh, I went to your place and I saw this woman going in and out of your place. Is that your girlfriend? And he said, no, I don't have a girlfriend. That's just someone who's taking care of my house. He was so lying. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Oh, and I did have an episode, too, with my son with the scammer from, for renting a uh, house. Oh, yeah. That was a similar thing. I never uh, met him in person. They never came to give him his keys. And I just had a bad feeling, so I drove by the house, and there was a car there from Florida. So I came home, and I said something to my son about it. He texted the lady that he had been talking to, and she just said that it was somebody cleaning the house. Well, then, the next day, I still didn't feel good about it, so I went by there. And that was the day before they were supposed to move in. And there were moving vans there, so I got out of the car and I went to the front door and I said, you know, I have a weird question, are you guys moving in here? And they said, yes, we are. And I said, well, that's really strange because my son is supposed to be moving in here tomorrow. And uh, the real estate agent was there that worked with them. And apparently her account had gotten hacked into through Zillow, which is where my son found this place. And... Um, him and his friends had wired $1,000 for the first month's rent. Uh, contacted my son-in-law, who's a police officer, and he looked into it, and it was a group out of Nigeria that um, the funds had already been wired overseas, so he couldn't do anything about it. But they used another girl to um, do the transfer of the money, and she thought she was sending money to a guy that she was on an online dating with. So they not only scammed my son, but they also scammed this girl. So it's a pretty serious thing. Oh my, my Carl's son Shane, he got scammed. He put his row house in Frederick on the market. It was on the market for three days since the mark, since Frederick downtown market is so hot. He went to settlement and they he was sitting in there with the buyer and they were sitting in there for an extra 15 minutes and 30 minutes an hour and they wonder what was going on 
finally when the settlement the title people came in they said well we didn't told the buyer we didn't get your money you got scammed it got it got wired out so they got an email from what seemed the title company that was a name very similar i think there might have been one letter difference and the buyer wired them one hundred and thirty thousand dollars so they ended up the deal completely fell through and they had to go to the second buyer All right. Well, Sandy Poe, thank you for talking with me tonight. Right now we are in downtown Frederick at Firestone's Raw Bar. Yes, we've had a few drinks. Don't order the gin with lime juice. Yeah, don't order the gin with lime juice. It was terrible. (laughs) Next one, podcast number two is going to be Worst Dates ever from guys we met online all right so stay tuned next week we'll post it say bye sandy bye 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 guys (laughs) 